Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gents, and welcome to this episode of the Sophisticated Property Investment Podcast with me, your host, Frank Fleck. I like to think those are my friends and family that know me well might beg to differ, but I like to think that I am getting wiser with age. So I've been on this planet for 41 and three quarter years. That three quarters is important, I reckon. So nearly 42 years. And I do believe that I'm understanding myself better and better. My performance and how I show up in life is getting better and better. I am a better friend now to my friends. I know that. I am a better business leader, business owner. I'm a better team leader. I'm a better, I think I'm a better mentor and a better coach. And and it's it's not by accident. It's it's deliberate. I, I, I work on myself really hard all the time. I think I'm a better parent. I think I'm a better partner. I'd hope so. After two divorces, I hope I'm getting better at, uh, at being a partner. I certainly don't want another. Um, I'm doing my best not to uh, have a third uh, divorce. <laughs> what I wanted to share in this episode is the rules that, not the rules, the lessons that I have learned that work for me. And in doing so, the likelihood that these are the same lessons for you are quite slim. Uh, Some of them you might go, oh, that would work for me. And great, if that works for you, fantastic. But the likelihood is that the majority of these lessons that I've learned won't apply directly to you. But I'm going to do my best to share the methodology behind them, the way in which I've learned those lessons. Because if you are stuck in a rut, and I believe a lot of people are stuck in ruts, I believe a lot of people are repeating the same experience over and over and over. If you haven't built your portfolio significantly over the last year or two, if you haven't grown your net worth significantly over the last year or two, and and you might think, you know, that 5% growth is significant for you, great. But others of you might think, you've grown your net worth by 50% or 100% over the last year or two. Well, that's significant in my book. So everyone has their own definition of success. But if you're not achieving your definition of success, you've got to change what you're putting into the sausage machine, as Richard Wilkins says. If you're putting pork into the sausage machine, you're going to get pork sausages out you can't put pork into the sausage machine and expect beef sausages to come out the other end. That's just not how the law of nature works. And so you can't be performing at a level of someone who has never bought any properties and expect to buy 10 properties this year. You've got to perform at the level of someone who buys 10 properties a year in order to buy 10 properties a year. So I am fully expectant I am committed to having the best year I've ever had in business this year. 2024 is going to be my best year ever in business, my best year ever financially, my most enjoyable year. I'm going to be the best dad I've ever been. I'm going to be the best partner I've ever been. I'm going to be the best friend because to aim for anything less is selling myself short. In order to achieve all of that, I'm going to have to show up more than I've ever shown up before. doesn't mean I'm going to be more tired. If anything, it's the opposite. 
I'm going to be more refreshed. It doesn't mean I'm going to work longer hours. If anything, I'm going to work less. It doesn't mean I'm going to sacrifice in any way. It just means I'm going to be better. Does Ronaldo work harder in a 90-minute football match than the fat? I've hesitated because you're allowed to say fat now, but I guess I am if I'm not actually naming someone. The fat uh, middle-aged bloke who plays Sunday afternoon football, puffs his guts out and nearly has a heart attack. Who's working harder for that 90 minutes? Well, I'd say potentially the, the fat guy who doesn't do any training, or maybe they're both working just as hard as each other, but one's playing at a much higher level because they are better prepared. They are better set up to play at that high level. And, and that's the difference. The difference is I, this year, am going to perform at a higher level than I've ever performed before because I'm gonna be doing it on purpose. I'm gonna be prepared. I'm going to be on purpose before the match, during the match, after the match. So for the whole of 2024, I'm going to show up more. You can't do that overnight. And this, this is the problem with January. And, and you might already be thinking, do you know, I made all those New Year's resolutions and I've already dropped a few of them. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how can you have, how can you perform at the best level, the highest level that you've ever performed at in the past in order to have the best year you've ever had before. My lessons in life. The first one is I go easier on myself now. I am way, way more chilled and I'm going to give you some of what you might think are my bad habits but actually I don't think they are bad habits because they serve me and they help me to work at a really high level and I don't think we are machines I don't think we can always work at a really high level and if we do if we never give ourselves downtime if we never switch off if we don't look after ourselves then I really do think that we either make ourselves ill or we, as in, I'm talking chronic diseases, you know, ulcers or cancer. So we either make ourselves long-term ill or we damage our relationships. And, and I've definitely done that in the past. Or we make ourselves short-term really unhappy and have things out of balance. So I don't think the answer is work more hours, work harder. That, that that I don't think is a sustainable solution. And I don't think it leads to happiness. Now, don't get me wrong, I work really hard sometimes. But I do think that over the course of a month and over the course of a year, I have a good, healthy balance for me. The first thing is I cut myself some slack. So I have best practice for myself and I have guidelines. I like black and white rules for myself but I allow myself to fall short of them I allow myself to just be graceful with myself I guess is how I play this game and it is a game I, I, I see this as a game of trying to get myself to to perform at the highest level possible. So let me talk about 2024 because I've put quite a few changes in in 2024 and I've mentioned this on the podcast already. I've decided to not drink any alcohol in 2024. Now, typically I would drink some alcohol most days, perhaps once a week I'd go out with friends and have quite a lot of alcohol. So that's quite a big change for me. My upbringing, I was surrounded by alcohol. I've I've drunk alcohol since uh, regularly since I was about 13. Can't believe this. I used to go to the pub with my dad and have have a pint. He used to say to the um to the the person behind the bar, "Do you mind if, if the lad has a pint?" <laughs> Which you know in 
what what's that 30 odd years on that's a bit unbelievable now but yeah so regularly used to drink uh, with my dad in the pub at like 13 and so that's a big change um f- for me i have had one year off about three years ago four years ago perhaps and i thought yeah i'm gonna that's gonna be a really positive change for me on a few levels calories wise that's going to save me a lot of calories also i eat healthier when i'm sober so that's going to help me a lot in terms of reducing my calories i'm about well actually i weighed myself over christmas i was 21 kilograms above my ideal weight and that's a lot that's a lot of extra weight to be carrying so reducing calories is a is an important benefit of not drinking probably the biggest one is once i've had a drink i don't exercise anymore that day and the next day i'm not at full capacity because obviously it's a toxin isn't it and my body's breaking it down and so what i've realized is and already i've realized this so i'm obviously recording this in advance i've had a few weeks since the start of the year and i've got more energy i am already sleeping better i am performing at a higher level i can also do work later in the day so if i decide i want to do some work of an evening you know after a couple of glasses of wine i'm not going to do any work and I, I i can do strategy work after a drink but but not anything detailed and not communication with other people because i'm likely to uh, to not be at my best so I, i'm finding that the quality of my work of an evening and the next day is better and i exercise more more often and also at a, at a higher level so that's a biggie and i have made that black and white for me i will not drink in 2024 and that's a biggie however things like exercising i am aiming to exercise every day but that's not black and white i am not going to exercise every day i haven't exercised every day already and that's okay i'm also when i say that's okay i'm okay with that that's not a rule the habit has to be that i'm exercising every day and i'm creating space i've got space in my default diary i have got slots in my diary so i've decided to cycle the coast to coast this year it's a 150 mile uh, bike ride from the east coast of england to the west coast it's about four and a half thousand meters of uh, ascent really tough in 24 hours it's an event i think it's in june and i work i'm really competitive i work really well with a goal and i think it's like a hundred quid or something to uh, to participate so paying that hundred pounds i know will commit me to training for the next six months it's like the best personal training in the world but it means i need to spend some time on the bike i've really got out of the habit of cycling so that will mean that i will get on the bike and what i've done is every week i've put in one bike ride now so that's in the diary it's a commitment with myself cycling i find one of the hardest exercises to do probably along with swimming because i can't do anything at the same time i can't do calls the wind factor is too high when i'm cycling so people can't hear me so all i can do is think and listen to audio so that's a bit limiting for me compared to being on the cross trainer in the gym i can make calls i can in fact i've i record tiktok and I can leave voice notes I can even read messages as well uh, whatsapp messages whilst uh, on the cross trainer so cycling I've put in the diary by putting that event in I'm not going to not turn up at that event so I'm definitely turning up and I'm so competitive I don't want to turn up at that event and fail so I might be underprepared but I'm going to do my absolute best to be 
as prepared as I possibly can for that. And that, that's going to be a tough ride for me. If it was flat, I could probably do that in 10 to 12 hours. But because it's so hilly, that's probably going to take me 20 to 24 hours. That's a lot of exercise in one go. And at the moment, I would struggle to cycle two hours. So I've got to get my fitness really, really high. So I'm excited about that. And it's going to motivate me to get on the bike and cycle. However, and this has been a game changer for me, moved into a new house three or four months ago and the new house has got a home gym for the first time um probably in my life actually i've got a home gym oh my goodness it is so helpful because i can go and jump on the cross trainer for half an hour at the drop of a hat if i've got a 40 minute gap i can do a, a 30 minute session and this is something i do i take the pressure off myself so I say to myself, just going to the gym is positive. If I'm thinking of watching some TV of an evening, I might say to myself, do you know what, Frank? Just watch the first episode in the gym and I've got a TV on the wall and it's got Netflix on it. I use that as a bribe to myself. Another bribe I use is I'll say, look, just go to the gym and have a cup of tea. And so I put a cup of tea in a thermos flask and I stand on the cross chainer and I'm sipping a cup of tea and I'm maybe watching my favorite Netflix. And it doesn't feel like hard work. And it's not hard work. I'm not, you know, sweating buckets, but I'm moving. And that's the thing. That movement is really, really important to my well-being. I know that that's good for my circulation. It's good for my blood pressure. It's good for my calorie deficit. It's good for um, mobility. And I, I also will always stretch a little bit. And I'll often pick up a few dumbbells and do a few weights. But if you could see the intensity of my workouts, they're really low really really low because i'm using it for relaxation i'm using it just to be healthy not to bust the gut and what i find is if i make training competitive and don't get me wrong maybe once a month i'll have a hard session but very rarely where i train to the point of exhaustion or failure that's really rare for me really really rare and what i find is if i do put pressure on myself to do that because every part of my life is high octane is 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 full on i need to decompress somehow and i found exercise being a really good way of doing that if i go easy if i go too hard i get injured or it puts me off training the next time because psychologically i can't cope with that level of challenge you're listening to the sophisticated property investing podcast with frank fleck if you enjoy this content why not follow frank's tiktok where you'll get loads of bite-sized investing tips. Just search TikTok for Frank Flegg. That's Frank, F-L-E, double G. So I've given you a few things there. Teasing yourself or treating yourself or bribing yourself by giving you what you like. I love a, a hot cup of tea. I love watching Netflix. That's like one of my, uh, well, you can call it a vice, right? I was about to call it a vice. You can say, oh, that's one of my vices. But equally, you can say, no, that's really healthy because you need to unwind, Frank. And you, if that, you know, gets you into the gym, then fantastic. Having a home gym is not only time efficient in terms of I don't have to drive there. I don't have to check in. I don't have to park. I can literally just walk across to 
to to my gym it's it's in the coach house which is uh just across the uh the patio the other thing that's really really important about to me about having a home gym is i don't play music in the gym now i can i've got a a sound system but i have the music off so i can leave voice notes and make calls and so if i've got three or four calls to make and they're going to be 10 minutes each i'll go to the gym and i'll jump on the i love the cross trainer so i just jump on the cross trainer or the bike and and i can get a free session and sometimes I'll do that twice in a day and now all of a sudden I've done an hour and a half of movement rather than sitting at my desk. So you can see I'm tempting myself with nice stuff and I'm leveraging that time in the gym as an example. Another example of something I've introduced this year is an ice bath. Now I am one of the worst and some of you might associate with this. I'm one of the worst for getting excited about something and going out and buying all the gear and then not following it through. I could list 20 things that have cost me probably tens of thousands of pounds. Uh, For example, I put an endless swimming pool in my back garden uh, and I really, really believed I'd use it every day and I didn't. I didn't, I underused it. And that was not a small thing to to put in my back garden. I decided um, after doing a bit of research, I love listening to the Joe Rogan podcast uh, and he's really big on ice baths. And one of my clients was raving about how much value he got from having an ice bath every morning. I I decided, right, I'm going to do ice baths. And I looked at them and you can pay 15,000. One of my my friends got a 15,000 pound ice bath. And then you can go all the way down to like inflatable ones at uh, 75 quid. And I thought to myself, I thought this is high risk. Like there's a high chance that I don't do this long term. And the problem is if I spend a few grand on something or even a few hundred quid, I'm quite frugal on something and then don't use it. I, it really upsets me. It, I, like I beat myself up and my, my, my parents were really hard up uh, growing up. So it, it, I know where it comes from and it, it's not a bad thing. It's not something I think I need to necessarily work on but i know that if i invest money in something and then waste that investment i feel bad about it and i don't want to feel bad i want to feel good so what i did was i started looking on ebay you know i don't know if you do this but every night my my, uh, my other half falls asleep really quickly and i often will just take an extra 30 45 minutes to sleep and sometimes and this used to be a rule of mine but I've taken the rule away is I would have my phone in another bedroom and I do um, fall asleep quicker if I don't have my phone in the room but I do find that decompression time of just I read whatever Google puts in front of me but I've trained Google to put things in front of me that I enjoy so it's not generally work stuff and it's not negative stuff it's happy stuff that I'm interested in I might change that in the future but at the moment that works quite well for me. I just scroll through Google for half an hour, uh, 45 minutes. I do Wordle and then I fall asleep. So I added in looking on eBay for secondhand baths. I just looked for secondhand baths um, and I got one for free, believe it or not, on I think it's FreeCycle or something. Um, there's, there's like a website and people just put free stuff and you can go collect it. So literally about five minute drive from my house was a guy who had a bath he wanted to get rid of. No problems with it at all. Oh, it did have a problem. Yeah, one of the feet were broken or something, but that didn't bother me. So um, I picked this bath up for free. I just have put it 
around the corner of my garden. So it's in the corner of the garden, so it's not really uh, very visible. And I filled it up with a hose pipe. Yesterday I got it in it, and it had like a centimetre of ice on it. It's that cold at the moment. And so, well, it's that cold when I'm recording this. It might not be. We might have a heat wave given uh, global warming at the moment. That just sits there. It's a bath full of water that just sits there for me to get into whenever I feel like it. Now, my goal, and notice it's not like a commitment. Um, And so not drinking is an absolute commitment. Going to the gym every day is a strong preference. Getting in the ice bath is kind of whenever I feel like it. I'd like to go every day, but I'm, I'm not you know feeling bad if I don't go for three or four days whereas if I don't go to the gym I'm starting to think come on Frank you are someone who goes to the gym every day you need to start going to the gym so I have been in that ice bath twice in the last three weeks yesterday and I think three weeks ago and I'm fine with that in fact I love having it there I love that I can just get into it it takes me about five minutes a week to empty it and pick the leaves out and then refill it because it's just a small ice bath it's not ice cold every day oh i did buy a thermometer thermometer was maybe 10 quid off amazon and that just floats in it because i like knowing how cold it is before i get in um but that's just a healthy thing that didn't cost me much money and at the moment i'm really pleased i didn't buy one now if i started using that every day and if i wanted it colder because i'm guessing in july it might be about 12 15 degrees well that's not an ice bath at that point and then i'm gonna to have to put ice in it then i might you know if i'm using it regularly i might decide to go and buy one that has temperature control and um and costs you know a lot more money but at the moment it's a good trial and i'm feeling really good about it and notice i'm focusing on my feelings i'm focusing on how happy i am other things that serve me having a plan knowing what i'm achieving this year what I'm achieving this quarter. And I've already mentioned my default diary, having the perfect week mapped out so I know what I'm aiming for. That helps me absolutely massively, massively helps me because then I know what to say yes to and I know what to say no to. And that that really helps me. The next thing that I do is I tailor my life to me and What I mean by that is it didn't suit me writing blogs. I've written blogs previously. It didn't suit me because I don't like sitting down and writing. I love recording podcasts. I love talking. And so there's a reason I've done this podcast for, it must be getting on for 300 episodes now. Maybe it's above 300 episodes and we've never missed a week. I'm pretty sure we've never missed uh, an episode. And the reason for that is I love it. I absolutely love it. There's a reason I spend so many days a year presenting. I'm, in fact, I'm uh, presenting today to a, a, a group of clients. I love helping people in a group environment. And so I've designed my life around that because I don't like writing. I don't do email. I do. I run my businesses on WhatsApp and that really suits me because I can leave voice notes while I'm driving, which is really efficient. I will have team do admin for me because I don't like admin. I will pay team quite a lot of money to do sales processes for me because I don't like having a long to-do list of must touch base with this person, must touch base with that person. I like having freedom in my calendar to do high value tasks. I love doing strategy, but sometimes I get too busy to do strategy. So 
I book appointments whole days with my JV partners to plan out our JV strategies for the year and for the quarter. And that works really well for me. I am not good at regularly checking the performance of my investments. So I make appointments with myself and with my JV partners to sit down at whatever frequency is appropriate to have those appointments, to, to have a meeting where I can check the um, performance of those investments, decide what we need to change, um, etc. And so hopefully what you're getting from this, guys, is there's no right and wrong. And I know I've talked a lot about health and, and, and that, and I could talk about I'm 80% vegan. <laughs> you might go, well, what's that? Is that vegan or is that an omnivore? But what I mean is I eat vegan whenever I can, but I'm not hung up on it. And I find that so healthy, so, so healthy. So I have lost, I think I said 21 kilos of overweight at, at Christmas, and I've already dropped five of those 21 kilos. So I'm five kilos down. Um, and I still allow myself, like last night, I got in and I wanted to watch some TV. I'd done about an 11 hour day, so I was tired. And I got in, I had a cup of tea and um, probably a third of a tub. So what's that? 330 mil of ice cream. And I loved it. It was really nice. Now, that's a lot of empty calories. And I'll often allow myself to have a, a little a little bag of popcorn or um, a little treat when I'm finished with my vegan dinner. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, that's, that works really well for me and is in balance. I'm still losing weight. And so that works as a balance. That is the message of this episode, guys. You have to be raising your standards. You have to be performing at a higher level, but do that with grace. Do that with forgiveness. Do that in a way that serves you. And don't do the 5am club if you don't like getting up early. Don't do 60-hour days if you can only work efficiently for 40. Don't live on a 1,000 calories a day if you need 1200 you know find what works for you test and test and test until you found something that works and then hang on to that and then build on that and that habit stacking is massive i hope that has inspired you to have your best 2024 ever and if you have fallen short on your new year's resolutions don't worry about it just give yourself forgiveness just forgive yourself and decide how next week's going to be better than this week and how tomorrow is going to be better than today and how next month is going to be better than this month until next time happy investing sophisticated property investing make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing now 